Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, for another edition of INT's The Podcast. It's not that serious. I'm your host, A-Train, joined by my good friend and co-host, King. What's going on, King? Uh, I want to say, well, there's a whole lot going on. Most of it's involved in Michigan, but there's just one thing I want to say. Enjoy the music. <laughs> I told y'all folks that LSU defense is trash. Yeah, yes indeed. Roll tie roll. Roll, roll, roll Jalen Millie. Yeah. Um Go on, Jalen. 42-28, Alabama with LSU. I was wrong in that prediction. I thought LSU was gonna, you know, come on inspired. Well, they did come on inspired though. But second half, Bama, they did kind of take over and put the game away as Brad predicted, or you know, King predicted. Um, but yeah, good game, especially from Jalen Milrow. We were t- clamoring for him to run more, particularly more design runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, 155 yards on the ground, four TDs. No, no TD through the air though. But let's not. Hey. But like, but let's not overlook Jaden Dan's performance though. He had a great game as well. Um, oh, yeah. Really, it was a great, a great duel by the quarterbacks. A great duel by the dual threat quarterbacks. Oh yeah. Um. Well, more first thing I'll start with is this. Yeah, I'm going to relate this to NCAA football because I think if you're listening to this podcast, you probably like that video game. <laughs> um, which is one of the things that we do want to talk on eventually about like, hey guys, talk about, you know, when I finally do, because we sell the YouTube channel, is just to put it on YouTube. But get in the comment section, talk about some of your favorite players from NCAA because we, we should have an episode about that. Yeah. Of the memories of NCAA football. But that's what it looked. It looked like old school, almost a video game like offense of just, you know what? Just let our quarterback run. Mm-hmm. You know, just call quarterback sweep and quarterback trap. And LSU struggled with it. You know, their linebackers have been pretty bad all year. Did we, Perkins is still a stud, right? Yeah, I think he's still a stud. Um, but I do question his usage and how he's been used. You it's like, like him covering the slot receivers? No, I definitely don't like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't <laughs> mind him running sideline to sideline making plays. Uh, I definitely, you know, I I love it when they line him up, especially um, on that weak side, rushing the passer. But, man, like, uh, I will say this is actually one of his better games. So this is a bad yeah, example. Yeah, it was. But, but... But, but he has not been, you know, the guy that we thought he was going to be. We, 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 we Like, you know, we pretty much had a sure thing. He was going to be the SEC Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. I mean, I think he, he as crazy as he sounds, he's not the lock to be, like you said, SEC Player of the Year, but also INT's Defensive Player of the Year. He's not the yeah. lock. No, definitely not. Um, but Jalen Milrow just had a monster game. Like he said, just run the football, and LSU just had no real answer. Uh, I saw the future Denver Bronco Dallas Turner make a huge <laughs> hit for Jaden Daniels. Did you think it was? Did you think it warranted a um, targeting? I don't even know the hit you're talking about. I'm gonna be honest okay. with you. Well, when you get a chance, fire up the old YouTube. Look at the hit. I thought it was just a good clean hit. Yeah, yeah, it was a hard hit. I get it. Jalen's head did rock back. Jaden's head did rock back, but I mean, Turner hit him in the chest. Yeah, you know? and maybe the helmet rides up a little bit, catches catches him, you know, under the chin. 
But I mean, come on, fellas, this is football. Yeah. You know, sometimes people are gonna get hit hard. Yeah, look clean to me. You know, like, I, I think people are just a little upset because, it's like, hey, man, but it, it wasn't gonna matter. Jaden Daniels yeah. wasn't gonna line up at linebacker. Yeah, and stop I mean, Miro. I guess they could say that he launched at the last second. Um, but I don't know. It's yeah, like, but you you see people getting called for targeting when the when when the player ducks down to like knee level, which is my absolute biggest pet peeve. You see, um, I've seen targeting where a quarterback was running and they jump, but they were kind of like you know jumping forward. So they, because they mm-hmm. jump forward, they jumping head first, and you know just contact. You know with the helmet, the helmet targeting. He's out of there. Right. Uh, yeah, it's I, I get it, you know, I really do, but sometimes you got to use a little common sense when you're making these calls. It's not always going to be black and white. Right, but I thought that one was pretty, I thought that one was pretty, pretty straightforward. Did you get to catch any other college football? This yeah, I watched a little bit of Washington USC. Um, my player of the week, already just throwing it out there. You know, player of the week, Dylan Johnson, former, former Mississippi State Bulldog himself, 26 carries, 256 yards, 14. Yes. Man, I, Monster I was, game. I wish he was still with State, but I'm, 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 but at the same time, I can't be mad at him for going to Washington and having a chance at, at a national championship <laughs> and yeah, you know, being utilized. Because, yeah. you know, when he left, you know, when he, when, he, when, he went, when he entered the transfer portal, you know, Mike Leach was still around. So I get why he wanted to be used more. Yeah, right. and in that was definitely a career game, definitely a game that put him on the map. Um, Michael Penix didn't have the greatest thing, but I still think that he's still the the, the favorite as long as Washington keeps winning. Although Bo Nix is starting to creep up. Well, but I think Bo Nix, one, he has to win the Civil War. Um, because obviously, if he loses to Oregon State, it doesn't really matter. No. Uh, but I think. Let's both if the both those teams run the table in the regular season, they're gonna meet up again. And I think the winner of that game is probably gonna be the Heisman Trophy winner, unless I see that. unless something drastically changes. Like unless Jaden Daniels just have three straight four hundred one hundred games, you know, just something yeah, ridiculous. Well, you can't deny it because there's nobody from Ohio State or. Florida State that I think are Heisman Trophy candidates. Yeah, I mean, I think Travis is playing okay. And then I know there's talk of J.J. McCarthy. I think that's just a case of, like, the Stetson Bennett thing last year. Um, I don't Wait, from with... Michigan? Yeah, he's, like, oh, no, no. Heisman on. No, no, no. After this whole scandal which we'll get into, I don't think I don't think Michigan's going to get anything this season. Yeah. Part of me yeah. thinks they're going to get banned from the bowl season. I don't... Our hardball is going to get yeah, what? like as we record, a ruling has not come down yet, but it's expected within hours or tomorrow. You know, it could be any time within the next few hours or tomorrow as we record this. But yeah, that's a good chance that Harbaugh may be suspended, and and deservedly you know, so. Yeah, I agree. Like, it, it's a big deal, you know, a very big deal. But turnabout is fair play. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They might but, not have two tunnels. <laughs> yeah, Palmer found his way in there. And but as I said, like I don't see who else could make a run at this year's. Yeah, I think it's a three man race, and I really think I really think that there's a gap between two and three. Uh, I think it's you know Penix, Knicks, and then Daniels. Unfortunately for Caleb, as great of a year he's having, he's not having that astronomical year 
that he would need to win the Heisman again because he's already won it. So he's already behind the eight ball as it is. I, I have one person I'm just going to throw out there. Now, I don't think they can have a, they have a legitimate chance to win it, but let's just say they go nuclear these next three games. Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm. I'm talking, let's say he averages 150 in the next two, and then against <laughs> Michigan, he goes for a buck 80, three touchdowns. Hmm. I think he has a shot. I mean, receivers are tough. I don't, yeah, I mean. He's having to, a really good year this year. You have to really light it up at receiver. Um. Man, you know, that would put him about 1,500 yards. I, I need to, yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I need to um, um, pull the stats up and kind of see. But, yeah, um, it's, that's tough. I don't know. Because um, he's like 9-14 right now, 10 touchdowns. So he's having a really good okay. year. He's averaging about 100 yards a game. So him getting 150 is not out of the question. Yeah, so you're saying basically for the next four games, if you count the championship game, get 600 oh, yards yeah. right. and about maybe six more touchdowns. Yeah. I can see him going to New York with those numbers. Okay. I don't think I still don't think he wins though. Fair enough. Now, is, I now just... I will say this though. One thing about Heisman, I, I know uh, a lot of the old school voters. You know, they do it old school and they put their vote in pretty much after the regular season in, and they just mm-hmm. sit it in there. And you know, um, and and then there's you know there's some who are very reactionary because you know how a guy would be the favorite for the Heisman. And then have one bad game, and all of a sudden he's like not even mentioned anymore. See, right. CJ Stroud last season. Yes. The guy was the favorite pretty much wire to wire, and he had a bad game at the end of the season, didn't win the Heisman. Um, so I could see. And they gave it to Caleb even after his pretty bad game. Yeah. Against you. But he had, it, he had it early, and he finished strong. And that's kind of right. what I was. Yeah. So he finished strong, whereas Stroud had a bad game. So it was, it was a, a, a bad impression at the end. Um, but I could see, you know, a scenario, though, where if he do, like you say, okay, 150 each game, but let's say in the Big Ten championship game, he has 280 for three touchdowns. You know, just something just ridiculous. Right. I could see people being swayed and just all of a sudden just, you know, being a prisoner of the moment there. I could see that happening, but I don't – I doubt it, though. Okay. I, I'm only throwing him out there because he's the – he's got the name. He's mm-hmm. with the big school – Ohio State's probably going undefeated this year. Yeah. Um, Because I don't see anything else left on this schedule that would stop them. You know, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, Michigan Michigan State. Well, Michigan, Michigan State, Minnesota, those three games, that's what's left. I I expect them to to go into – they're going to play Michigan in Ann Arbor at 11-0. I would expect it to stay that way. Um, now, Michigan this week plays Penn State. <clears throat> With all the distractions, I still expect Michigan to win because yeah. I just don't buy Penn State no more. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Penn State is the same team every year. I don't know why I thought they'd be different this year. It, it lined up like they're supposed to be better, but this is the same team. Yeah, I mean, in theory, you know, <laughs> they are the home team. Michigan does have a lot of, a lot of distractions right now. So, you know, who knows? Maybe Penn State can use that to their advantage. Maybe <laughs> Penn State comes out motivated at home. I'm pretty sure without even looking it up, there's probably going to be a whiteout. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, they're going to be fired up, you know. Even I, though they have a historically bad record with these whiteouts. 
you know what? A lot of teams have bad records when they wear special jerseys or, you know, have special um, type days and stuff. With the exception of homecoming, because homecoming, you intentionally schedule your terrible yeah. opponents. So that's like Notre Dame with the green. Like someone said, Notre Dame's record with the green is like horrendously bad. Yeah. My theory behind that is that usually teams break that out for big games. So their planning gets better competition during yes. those those games. They've so, lost. So I don't know if you're gonna lose ever more. beaten USC with the green on, but they yeah. wear it consi- like you know often. They wore it against Ohio State. Like they break it out for big games mm-hmm. and then lose. So maybe you're right. It just I don't know. Yeah, that's my theory. It's just the, the simple fact they're trying that, to make those games more special. Yeah, when yeah, they do it against you know against their better opponents, so it's naturally you're gonna have a worse record. It's kind of like how when people say, "Oh, this guy is, uh, this team is two and ten against their last top ten opponents." Like, well, it's because they're top ten opponents. <laughs> you know? Right, it is what it is. Like, they're top ten. They're great teams, you know. Uh, but yeah, um, I don't know. I speaking of great teams. What's that? Georgia. They've okay. Are they a great team? Hmm. I they think the switch versus Missouri. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, they're really they good. They got team. a tough road down the stretch. Yeah. Uh starting this weekend. They're a really good team, but I just think that they're and honestly, it, it, this is not a controversial take at all. But they're definitely a step down from last year. Yes. Yeah, and again, I don't think that's anything controversial to say. Um, it's not anything groundbreaking. It's just the fact of the matter is, you know, Georgia, as great as they were last year, they're still a great team. You know, they're still going to out-talent pretty much everybody on the schedule with the exception of Bama. And even then, I think they, you know, have probably more talent. But, you know, obviously Bama can match them. But, um, but they – it's just not the same. They're not as good as they were last year. They're not as they dominant. They don't have the hogs up front. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking about a team last year where, um, and one of the most hot, one of the highest powered. Well, trying to rebirth this, and in a year where offense was like amongst the the, the greatest that has ever been, basically, what I'm trying to say, um, Georgia had one of the greatest defensive of all time. You know, yeah, in in an era where offense is king, so. And it's hard to replace that. It's hard to mouth. replace the Nolan Smith, the Jalen Carters. You know, it's hard to replace those guys. Yeah, and I mean, Keely Ringo was a very good football player, and I replacing him. Mm. You know, and they've they've been gutted by the NFL these past two years. Yeah, I the they, the, they the, the Kobe Deans, you know. Yeah. Who you know? Help, like he said, you're missing not only star players, but Leaders on the field. Yeah. This week they have Ole Miss, and we'll do our breakdown later. But the following week they have Tennessee, which is a big game. Yeah. And even though they should walk through Georgia Tech the final week of the season, you know, it's we say all the time, it's hard to get up to go play emotional game after emotional mm-hmm. game. They just had this huge game against Missouri. I was going to say, yeah. Then you got to – they have to lock in against Ole Miss. And then you better – because if they stumble against Ole Miss, I would Tennessee's be in the race. No, look, Tennessee's in the race to, to – Yeah. Um, what do they do? You know, they, 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 they can't stumble. 
which I think also does help Georgia come playoff time. You know, if they run the table again, they could easily win three in a row. Yep. Because they'll be the hot team at the right time. Yeah, be, uh, be battle-tested at the right time. Oh, yeah. So, there's. A, I mean, we, we have a lot of intrigue these last three weeks of regular season. Yeah. But uh, to kind of clarify what you said, though, so to, to clean up clean up what you said, though, Tennessee, to win a division, though, Georgia would have to lose this week coming up as well. Yes, they have to. Yeah. yeah they have to lose against Ole Miss. Yeah. Just to kind of clarify that for the for the listeners out there, like, you know, because uh, if Georgia wins, they clinch. Yes. If they win this week, they do clinch. And but... I think if Georgia wins, Alabama clinches as well. I think. Um, I believe you're correct. Could be off on correct. that, though. But I think Alabama only has two conference games left. They have Kentucky and Auburn. Yeah. So as long as Bama wins... They clinch. Well, well, e- even if they lose, what I'm saying is that if jo- if, if Ole Miss, um, oh, you're right. Yeah, if Ole Miss loses, then they clinch. You know, right? Because they've beaten everybody who they quote unquote would be tied with. So but we all know though, if Ole Miss loses, you know, this game it finishes six and two in conference, and Bama finishes six and two in conference. Ole Miss is hanging that SEC West banner up, even though they, even though they, they wouldn't win it. Yeah, they did it. You know. Hey, uh, you, you know, you should, you should ask you, you know, they were celebrating their 2003, sorry, 2000, yeah, 2003 SEC West Championship. The year the LSU won that championship, just, you know. This is about as ridiculous as the Lakers, you know, complaining to the NBA about foul calls. That's an RPO, actually, but okay. Uh, I'm happy that's an RPO. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> this is about as ridiculous as that. But... I have, like I said, I have a lot for that old Miss. I just, my goodness, old Miss, stay classy. You know, I'm just leave it at that. Stay classy. Yeah. Well, the one thing that they have going for them though is that they are in the top ten in the playoff. Um, and the new rankings did just come out. Gonna go over these real quick. Uh, anything stand out from from you from uh first glance though before we go over it? Um, not really. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean the top. The top, what, five is still the same? Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Washington. Yeah. Then you got Oregon, Texas, Alabama, Ole Miss, Penn State. That's your top ten. Louisville's at 11. They just yeah. quietly are just creeping up there. Oregon State, yeah. Tennessee, Missouri, Oklahoma State. Also quietly creeping up there, Oklahoma State. You know, that's, that's a team we haven't really talked about much this year, but they're just steadily just putting in the work. Kansas, Oklahoma, Utah, LSU, Notre Dame. Arizona makes this uh, appearance, I believe, because I don't think they were ranked last last week. Iowa, Tulane, uh, North Carolina, and Kansas State. So, you know, that's your top 25. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, nothing really stands out except for I, I still think Washington should be over for a state. Uh, and, again, it pains me to say, but I think also it should be over Michigan as well because, and again, this is going to be alluded to an RPO as well, but if you're going to go by resume for one team, be consistent with that, you know. Uh, Ohio State's number one because they have the resume of beating Notre Dame and beating um, Penn State, you know. Whereas, but you look at Washington, who just beat USC, who mm-hmm. beat Oregon, you know, um, who has a really good resume, you know, they're getting punished. You have Michigan, who hasn't beaten anybody. They haven't beaten yeah, they're getting pumped up because of the quote-unquote eye test. So it's, it's very inconsistent. 
And if you're going to do resume for one team, then keep it across the board. If you're going to do eye test, keep it across the board. Okay. This is the question I have. Because the reason why I'm not too concerned about the top, the playoff committee right now, most of this is going to shake itself out. Oh, yeah, definitely. Ohio State, Michigan, it's a de facto elimination game, you know. Well, I'm saying Washington, well, Oregon State has the power to just destroy the Pac-12's hopes and dreams. Yeah. Because they play Washington and they play Oregon. You know, this it's for some reason that somehow this team goes ten and two, the Pac twelve's out. Yep. They're not getting it. And I don't care who the other team is that Washington plays in the Pac twelve title game, it won't matter. They're not getting in. So it is what it is. Like you said, Ohio State, Michigan is kind of an eliminator, but also I think with these scandals, I don't know how they pick Michigan. Yeah, well, they did come out and make a statement about that, and I, I do kind of agree with them on this. Um, hold on, sorry, I'm just watching the report on Michigan. Uh, well, you know, we'll get to that in RPO. Uh, okay, <laughs> but uh, uh, what are we talking about again? I got sidetracked on all this. About how Michigan could get picked? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, um, the committee did make a good point, though. They basically said that. As right now, because there's been no ruling, and right now it is just allegations, you know, it would be unfair to punish them without any found proof or, uh, or you know, you know anything official. So for them, you know, they don't want to like make any rash judgments until something something official comes down, and then they can kind of kind of go from there of how they want to handle it. So uh, I mean, I, while I understand that, does anybody really believe that like? Michigan's innocent? No, but I'm just interested okay. just to see what happened when the punishment come down. Would they still uh, keep the same attitude or would they reverse course? I think they'll keep the same attitude and just say, well, they've been punished, so you know, or something like that. I think if they did that, it'd be the worst possible. Yeah. I think that's by far like the worst decision. They Because it's one thing, now granted, I will say this, Penn State could do the whole world a favor and just win Saturday. Yeah. I agree. Because if if Penn State wins, Ohio State, you go take care of business, it doesn't even matter. Exactly, because it's a domino effect. Like, say Michigan, you know, wins this game, say they beat Ohio State, and, you know, that keeps Ohio State out of the conference championship game. Yeah. Um, that allows Michigan to win the Big Ten. That You know, that – so what I'm saying is that, you know, you have all these accolades that are being denied from these other teams where Michigan, who may get punished later – It'll just get wiped out, but we saw what happened on the field, you know. So, and my other question is this, and just a hypothetical: Let's say Penn State wins and Ohio State wins, so Michigan finishes ten and two. What do all those other teams say? Well, wait a minute. After we found out they were doing all of this, teams started to beat them. Can they go back and say we want those wins vacated? Um, because yeah. I think I would want it to say, well, wait a minute. Y'all start losing, even though these are better football teams, and Michigan doesn't play people with the pulse. Well, so I, I, I would say this. Uh, as far as the the, 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 um, the vacated wins go, I don't know. I do think they, they can definitely vacate wins for sure, but I don't know if they can vacate the wins at the end of the season um, with the scandal going on because it's been kind of kiboshed, I guess. So, it's one of the, it's one of the things Michigan. where like they can Michigan can argue 
that only the first it doesn't matter to be honest with you you know it vacated they mean they're technically they're not legit anyway but just for the sake of yeah. argument uh if they vacate they can make an argument that only the first half of the season could get vacated because the guy was on the staff only for that part of the season you know so i don't know well the first six games you want they yeah again it doesn't mean anything it's just you know but semantics he's, and, he's, and, he's and probably been doing this I, I just the best team Michigan has played this year technically has been Rutgers. Yeah. Like I, I don't understand a team who what eye test are they passing? Uh, they beat Nebraska forty five to seven, but does anybody believe Nebraska is a great football team? Nobody believes Nebraska is a great football team. Colorado held Nebraska to fourteen points. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe Colorado thinks Nebraska is a great football team, so that, you know they can pump themselves up, but that's about it. Oh, they're probably gonna lose this weekend too. Yeah, who did they, 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 um, Arizona, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> that no, that no, that that Louis luggage. Nah. Yeah, he got that from Walmart. Yeah, um, got that from overseas somewhere. You know that bootleg yeah. Louis luggage. Yeah, he. I know he got it out of a certain district. I don't want to say because somebody might say they're racist. Cancel them, but you know the district. I'm gonna call it. The Oriental. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, I agree. Yeah, that, that, yeah, I mean, I will say this though. You know, we, maybe next year. We spoke on Colorado. Yeah, I do think they would, they would definitely get better next year um, yeah. as they continue to hit that portal. Um, yeah. But is it? Maybe yeah, next year. yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. but um, are we ready to do this RPO? Yeah. All right. Very much so. All right, we're going to hit this RPO up. You guys know the drill. Run pass options. If you want to run with the topic, we'll run with it. If not, we'll pass it. We got our usual five topics for the day. And since we were just talking about the playoffs, I think we'll just start with that first. Um, so Greg McElroy ripped the Carter Football Playoff Committee, uh, citing there's no consistency. Run a pass. Uh, run with him. He's correct. There's zero consistency. Yeah. Like they just do what they want, say what they want, whether it makes any rhyme or reason. We just talked about like, at what point do we have Michigan is a top three school, top three team, and their best opponent has been Rutgers, whereas Washington has been facing a gauntlet. Oregon has had a tough schedule. You know the the Pac twelve has been incredibly difficult this year. Yeah. It's arguably, arguably the best conference in football. It makes me believe that they're not watching football. Because Oregon plays USC this week. And even though USC's defense is pretty bad, Caleb Williams is still a Heisman Trophy winner. There's still tons of talent on that team. Yeah. Washington, look, they still have Utah, I mean, Oregon State, but they play Utah this week. Yeah, and remember, I said that's one of my predictions. Like, I don't think this team is going to go undefeated just because their stretch is so difficult. Yeah, it reminds me. And granted, they did go undefeated though. But reminds me, remember last year with TCU, we felt that they were going to slip up because you know the schedule was going to get. It wasn't like like uh, a murderous row. I think Washington remained the schedule as much tougher than TCU's was last mm-hmm. year. But we thought TCU was definitely going to slip up, you know. But they found a way to get through it. But it's the same. Mindset. But then they up in the Big 12 title game, which, you know, happily they weren't punished yeah, for. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so, yes, so they did a step up, actually. But, yeah, it's the same thing with Washington, though. Like, you know, just the schedule is 
it's almost unrealistic to expect them to go undefeated at this point. Yeah. You know, and yeah, unfair. And look, Oregon has a has been battling. And then they got their little brother who just refuses to go away. Yeah. Just sitting in the Oregon State just sitting back there ready to run somebody's season. Louisville has quietly crept up and could they actually win the ACC? Possibly. I mean, they don't have to play Florida State until the, um, the title game. Right. Because I believe if they win, they clinch this week. You know, to, to get their berth, I just wonder, mm-hmm. you know, what happens when they get to the title game? Yeah. I just, all of these teams, even Bama, who lost to Texas, playing some of their worst football all year. Well, second worst, because they, I think they played worse against USF. Uh, they they're playing more competition than Michigan. Yep. You know Georgia gets their stretch now. I will say that Georgia's going through their stretch now. If they go through it, they absolutely deserve it. Florida State has had a good schedule. Unfortunately, LSU seems to be kind of teetering off, so yep. that kind of hurts them. Texas, they lost Oklahoma, so they look worse. And I'm starting to believe Bama just played terrible football. And Texas is not as good as we thought because they struggled against Houston and they struggled. Look, don't want pass off to Kansas State last week, but you know, you, you're fighting for the playoffs. I think you, you should win that a little bit more handily than just scraping by with a three point win. Yeah. But they still got, they're staring down Oklahoma State in the Big 12 title game. Yeah. Yeah. Most of these teams have opposition on the other side. Even if Georgia gets through their regular season undefeated, Bama is most likely going to be on the other side of the field in Atlanta, correct? Correct. If Ohio's, if Michigan goes undefeated, who are they going to face? Man. Probably Wisconsin or Iowa. Iowa, I think. The two stars of Iowa. Iowa and their. 12 point a game offense, or however much it is. Yeah, um, really you know, it's funny that they had a they had a clause in the contract for um, uh, Brian Ferris basically saying that they needed him to score X amount of points for the year in order to keep his job. And he's like, well, shy of that. But what do you do with somebody who makes it to their conference title game? You still fire him. That offense is putrid. Oh, it is. But I'll. Can you do much better than winning your division? Well, with with with, with offense ranked in the hundreds, yes, you could. <laughs> but you're Iowa. No offense. Uh, no, 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 no. In this case, I agree with them. They should have been fired him though. Uh, hey man, you want to get rid of everybody? Yeah. So let me um read some numbers to you real quick. Uh, against Utah State, they scored twenty four points. Iowa State twenty. Western Michigan forty one in the explosion. Penn State, zero. Michigan State, 26 and a win. After Michigan State, yes, you know, had the issues. Purdue, they scored 20 and a win. Against Wisconsin, they scored 15 and a win. Against Minnesota, they scored 10 and a loss. Northwestern, 10 and a win. Um, this is this is their offense. I mean, that's, it's pretty terrible. 
Bet the under is the safest bet ever for Iowa. I was afraid to bet the under last week. Was under was like seven and two. Yeah, they're seven and two. I'm saying I would fire the office coordinator, but it's his son, so you know. Well, fire them both. I take back what yeah. I was saying. Fire them both. No, well, I would. I, I wouldn't fire the head coach, but I, oh. if you want to fire the head coach, it's only because it's like, come on, dude. If you don't want to fire your son, we gotta fire you. Well, that's but. my point, because you know, for <laughs> a lot of people. And you're kicking my son at the job? Yes, he's terrible. <clears throat> he might get offended. <clears throat> Granted, to be fair, the way his offense run, he's probably not very good on the attack. So you ain't got nothing to worry about. Yeah. I but this team is probably gonna go ten and two. Averaging yeah. twelve points a game. Like that okay. Remember how we just talked about how offenses were like ruling the day? Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm not Iowa. Like, I, I mean, but can you imagine Iowa's defense with like LSU's offense? 12 and 0? Best team ever? Yeah. I mean, gotta be. Them boys are fighting for their lives every week. <laughs> they know if we give up 21 points, the game is over. Yeah. We lost. Yeah. It's, that's pathetic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. But, they should uh, definitely pass it sometimes. I agree. Uh, speaking of LSU, though, um, um, LSU, you know, they won the national title last year in women's basketball. Um, but a report came out. Rough errors marked LSU's women's title win versus Iowa. Review finds. Run a pass. Uh, I'm going to say run with it because I don't know. I just thought LSU is getting, like, every single girl that's ever hooped. <laughs> is going to LSU, so I don't know why they want to give them these good women more ammunition. Yeah, they gonna, uh, they gonna be they did, they did by they, fifty. They did lose their uh opening game though. Um, How? Yeah. Well, in fairness, his his thing about LSU, uh, with basketball because this is actually I'm like one of the three people in the world. Well, actually, college basketball. It's actually, college basketball. They yeah. watching that. You guys watch that, so never mind. Watch that's what I was about to say, but. Like, the thing with LSU, so, well, first I start the story. So, with this story, basically, they're just saying that the um, the officiating was subpar. There's a lot of missed calls both ways, not just, you know, in favor of one team or the other. So, it's not saying that because of a bad officiating, LSU won the game. Just saying that the officiating was subpar and they missed a lot of key calls. All right, get that out of the way. Uh, but LSU, though, last year, they were, like, the perfect example of a team getting hot at the right time and missing the best team in it. In, in the country in the tournament because that team overlooked their opponent. Because South Carolina was undefeated. They lost to Iowa, so they kind of, you know, took it for granted, I guess. And then LSU, you know, they're a better team in Iowa, but I think South Carolina would have given them the business. Um, so that's what I'm saying is that LSU, while ranked number one, I think they're a little overrated. It sounds terrible from the, for the defending national championship. Japanese say this. But they're a little overrated, and it's because, um, again, they were not the best team in the country at any point last season, except when it mattered the most, which is why they're national champions. So they deserve right. that. But, you know, but now this year, you know, uh, Kim Mulkey is recruiting at an elite level. So I do think they're getting there. You know, they might be one of the top two or three, but last year they're probably a top five team who just happened to get hot. And that's, okay. you know, you know that's basically what I'm saying about that. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with that at all. But they wasn't just dominating everybody throughout the year, you know, and I mean, they were because women college basketball, but. They weren't like you know, um, they lost to South Carolina like I think two or three times last year. And... I'm gonna just say this. Yeah, looking at who they play next, 
tomorrow night. They play Queens. <laughs> I don't even know who this team is because of the uni- Queens University of Yeah. I don't know who this is. is my this- my thing with that is that um I don't know what the line's gonna be. Um get the points. Take care of you. They're just the Royals. I don't know where this school is located. I'm I can't find any information about it. So I feel sorry for them. Well, that's yeah. all I'm gonna say. I then they play Mississippi Valley State. Feel sorry for them too. Yeah. It, it's gonna be some ugly games. You know, they actually have a, a pretty soft non conference schedule for a um a elite women's team. I mean, they do play Virginia Tech, who's actually pretty good. And that's really about it, though. Yeah. I mean, Monkey Woods at Baylor. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're gonna be one of the top, you know, teams. You know, obviously when it comes, because they have quite possibly the best player in college basketball. So, well, they brought the Angel Reese is just phenomenal. Yeah, so they're gonna be back. They you know, brought Haley Van Leith, or Leith um, Yeah, uh, from, from Louisville. Right. I know she was a dog at Louisville. Yes, she is. So, you know, you brought in that. You have a great one-two punch. You have a bunch of other talent. This team should be excited. They just need time to gel. And that's why I go with it. They just need a little Yeah, time. yeah. No, they'll be – yeah, they'll be, be uh, back in the Final Four for sure this year. Uh, But um, but I was just saying that, like, they're not this juggernaut that was kind of, like, portrayed of them after they won it all because they're, oh, like, okay. the, they're like the darlings, you know, at, at, at the you know, you know, and I think that some people just think, you know, like, I'm gonna just started, but so okay, to get a good example, UConn won it all last year. No one's saying that UConn is just this powerhouse joke about team coming to the season, or whatever, no, you know, and that's because people follow it, you know, they, they understand, you know, what happened during that tournament, and that's kind of like what happened here. But LSU is better than what UConn is, though, so yeah, not, no shade of LSU. I will throw some shade at Iowa really quickly. Iowa's leading quarterback, Deacon. Well, he's not. He actually he's thrown for 113 passes, but he's not the leading quarterback in terms of yards. Cade McNair? No way. I don't know if he's related to, but that's besides the point. Um, this their leading quarterback has thrown the ball 90 times. Okay. Mm-hmm. Their leading tackler has 113. Gotta love it. So even if you had the second, the backup who's throwing 113 times, there's a guy who's got just as many tackles as his quarterback is throwing the football. Yeah, I mean, and that's why that they're going to be looking for a new coordinator after the season. Yeah. All right. Anyway, he yeah. Butt off. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Uh, next topic here. Uh, James Madison is, is, is once again appealing to the NCAA to reduce the football transition period from two years to one year. Running pass. Pass. I, I mean, James, I get it, but yeah, a, I yeah. understand why. But come on, man, chill. Yeah. So I'm gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna run with it too far, but I'm gonna a little bit of a, a audible here. So the only reason that I uh, I think this is interesting is because they're undefeated right now and they're ineligible to be ranked from the college football playoffs mm-hmm. because they're ineligible for a bowl. Uh, and, and they want to get it to where they could actually be in the bowl game this year, you know, to potentially. They want they want one of the big bowls. Yeah, well, just a bowl game in general. They they feel they're being punished, but it's like that's that's the rules, you know. When you transition, yeah. it takes time. 
is what yeah. you sign up for. But I do get it though, because like no one expected them to come in and be undefeated in year two. Right. And that's what I was like, you're only asking to change the rules because you've done so exceptionally yeah, well. Exactly. Because okay, if, say, if he wasn't good, then you know, I don't think it'd be an issue. But it, it'll be interesting to see what happens with everyone. Be careful what you ask for. Yeah. I personally want to see him change it because I would love to see James Madison in the uh, New Year's Six Bowl because, quite frankly, I think it'll be a, a, a good story. Uh, and because, I, I, you know, last year we had Tulane, you know, against USC. You know, who, who knows? Who knows? Well, if, if James Madison were allowed to be ranked, they probably would be ranked higher than Tulane, so they would be the team to yeah, go. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I will say this. They would be the highest G5 team. And I, re- I really do mean this. Looking at all them dogs who gonna in the top 10, top 15, I don't know if Jay Madison want to play some of these teams. Yeah, no, I agree. But I'm just saying, I, I just think it's interesting. Because yeah. I think the Oregon team that gets left out or Washington or Louisville, Tennessee, that like those teams are going to miss out. James Madison, you ready for that? Yeah. Be care- you know, I'm just saying, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. I guess I'm going to get it. Yeah. All right. Um, next topic here. The Lakers contact the NBA uh, oh, yeah. over concerns about LeBron James' lack of free throws. Run and pass. I'm going to run with it because I saw it. And I saw he also tweeted about it. It was like, hey, because the league told him, look, bro, all the fouls, everything called in the last two minutes is perfectly fine. He's like, but fouls can occur in the first quarter, the, the first 10 minutes of the sec- of the fourth quarter, second quarter. All this can affect the game. I'm like, LeBron, the Lakers have taken more free throws than anyone since you've become a Laker. Bro, it happens, man. Like, yeah. why are you – like, this is the type of stuff where I'm like, you know, LeBron, when people mock you for being a little soft, <laughs> you, you, you know, you do it to yourself. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you on this topic, though. I get I get your points, you know, in their ballot. Uh, but the reason I disagree because, you know, as, as we mentioned before, I feel like, you know um, – you and I are the same in that. You know, we watch more NBA than we have in a long time, like right now. And, oh, I watch, yeah. and I've been watching a lot of NBA right now, and I watch a few Lakers games. Hey, I went mm-hmm. to a Lakers game this year. Um, LeBron has always been getting hacked, or he goes. Oh, they're giving him the yeah, Shaq treatment. Yeah, exactly. But, but, the Shaq treatment. And that's exactly what I was going to say. And it's similar to when Shaq was so dominant that Shaq was not getting these calls because he was just so strong and he would just power through it. But Shaq was like, Look, it still hurts just because I'm big and strong and I can power through it doesn't mean that they're not hitting my own. It's not hurting me. It's not affecting me. I I'm mean, just stronger Jack than everybody. It's also saying He's also quoted for telling Richard Jefferson, don't ever put your hand in front of me again. Otherwise, you're going to get your wrist broken. And it's like, <laughs> well, if you're a ref and you hear somebody telling you. Yeah. But, a foul, but, but the thing is, though, as... Yeah, it's you still know, a foul. It's still a foul. It should be yeah, called, you know. And if you're going yeah, to, he, and, and like, and, and I think the, the issue is that you know LeBron has uh was only attempting five point seven free throws per game this year, which that's you know, down. That's down for him. Yeah. Uh, so here's the stat. Um, it's the eighth. Uh, sorry, sorry. His um, he's drawn fouls on on his, on six percent of his drive this season, which is the eighth lowest rate among the players who have recorded seventy or more drives. In the NBA, so thirty-four players have recorded seventy or more drives, and he's his rate is the eighth lowest uh, as far as getting fouls called for. 
you would think being a superstar, he would be in that top third. Yeah, he's not saying that he needs more. to be because he's a superstar, but you would think it anyway, naturally. But the fact that they're not calling is almost no, as if it's I'll just... be, the simple fact that he's a bigger target. Yeah. You know, because realistically, you know, you swing that arm against, let's say it's Steph Curry driving to the rim. There's Steph, Steph's not, he's not much of a mass monster. He's not taking up space. Mm-hmm. So he's probably avoiding a lot of the contact simply because, well, there's just not a whole lot of him. Yeah. LeBron is a big physical dude. And even though he's smaller than he was in Miami or in Cleveland, he's still taking up some space through that lane. And the fact that nobody's bumping into him, allegedly, and nobody's crashing into him, it, I do understand it. But this is one of those things. Did they really have to let the whole world know that they were doing this? Yeah. I, I, I feel like this is ongoing from last year. I remember the big one last year was against the Celtics in the game where he drove for the, uh, the potential game-winning layup, and he got he got hacked pretty hard. And it oh, was yeah. no call, and he just lost it. Uh, and pretty much ever since then, I feel like, you know, it's been kind of like a talking point. But, yeah, it's always interesting. It, part of me does think, and you might disagree – I think the NBA is just ready for LeBron to leave. <laughs> I disagree with that, but I'm, talking, I'm not talking about like the actual league office. I mean, like the referees. I think we got teams who just like, dude, retire. Yeah, I, I really, I'm really starting to believe they're just lot, and even some fans. They're just and not not haters, but I mean, even fans who are just like, okay, I've seen you for over 20 years. It's okay if you go home now. And I think for all the people saying this, who, who who have that opinion, you're gonna miss seeing LeBron play when he retires. Yeah. Cause it, there's not gonna be as great as Wimby is, I think Wimby have you been watching him play? Oh yeah. Wimby I, is gonna I be watched a the game star. against the Suns where he put up like thirty eight points. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Wimby is going to be a stud. As great as Wimby is going to be, as great and exciting as Zion has been in times, and how good I think Scoot is going to be a good player. I think Chet could be yeah, a really Scoot good player. is struggling right now. I will say that. He's definitely struggling. We'll, we'll yeah, see. He, because I think he'll get it together. I think he will too, but you, it, it only takes one coach to put him in a doghouse, and he can be Dennis Smith, you know. Um, so it's kind yeah, of Dennis Smith, yeah, unfortunately, he's done. And he got put in the doghouse and never came out. Um, yeah, but good. I do think I do I do think he'll get it together because he's he's such a great athlete and you know his mentality. But yeah, he's really struggling right now. I'm gonna say another player I'm very and then we're getting a little off topic, but a player I'm really excited about. At first, I was like, oh, I don't know too much about him. You know, he I know Train hyped him up. But... Paulo Bencaro? Yes. Oh yeah. So I watched him versus the Lakers. I'm like, man, he. Yeah, they're giving them boys some buckets. Yeah, no, Apollo's the truth. Like, then, you know, watch him against the Jazz. He went for 30. I was like, that's just, I've been watching NBA. Look, I got a league pass this year. I have been watching it. Yeah. There is somebody, the FBI agent, whose you know, job is to monitor me is probably like, my goodness. Watch something else. And it's like, no, bro, I got a podcast. <laughs> watch basketball. But Apollo is... I think yeah. he had a chance to get a star in this league, like a legitimate. And I think the NBA needed this. They needed these young guys to really yeah, break you. out. Yeah, I, I think they really, really needed that. Yeah, I um, agree. 
to know. But yeah, LeBron, it's unfortunate. But yeah, he's just not gonna get those calls. And maybe that's just what it is. They just he's just not gonna get those calls anymore. No. No. I did see the Greek freak play uh, the Nets. He went for thirty six and twelve. But the thing that annoyed me, he shot fifteen of twenty seven. Okay. Why did he attempt seven threes? So I know one of the games I watched, he made he was started off three for three from threes, and I remember like you know later in the game when he was taking a three, and um, I forgot who that was playing against. I want to say the Knicks maybe, but the player bit on it, you know, and fouled them, and they were like, "Come on, I know he's three for three and all, but it's still Giannis." I mean, you, yeah. <laughs> you know, don't bite on that. I'm just saying, it's it, it just when I see stuff like that, I'm like, you know, you know, take one, yeah, but. Are you taking seven? You know, just man, take that to. And the worst part is they'll win these games, and it's like, man, just just take it to the rim. Yeah, yeah, but so uh, I guess before we move on too too far, like, um, have you uh, been keeping up with the season tournament a little bit? I watched a bit. Was it last Friday when or Saturday when it was kicking off? Friday, yeah, yeah. But I'm being honest with you. What's the prize? Basically, just more money for the players, pretty much, and and they get a trophy. Um, so I can see why you know the lack of interest is there because it's you know it's money in the trophy. I love I love the idea of it though, and I you know and I just I really really hope it takes off because I do think it's very cool. I and I love heard. how they have you know the new course to kind of like you know basically because it, it, they were just to have these pool games. Cause this is what I was worried about coming this season mm-hmm. when they have the pool play. I was worried about. How would I know this is a tournament game or not? You know, but now it's like, right. oh, you know, it's a tournament game. The one <laughs> thing I heard, it was, I've heard it, I was watching YouTube and a few players are talking about it. And I forgot the guy's name. I don't have to Google it. But he was like, I think one of the best things for the tournament would be what if you win the tournament, you automatically get a playoff spot? Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that. And I was like, whoa. whoa yeah. But because I thought about it, I was like, well, that would obviously put a little more oomph into it. Yeah. I said I said now with the way the playoffs are set up, I mean, you're fighting for what, the six like an automatic berth is a six C. Yeah. yeah. I was like that would change things a little bit. I mean it would. I mean like my my recommendation was um the fact that I think that so the pool play games should all count like like it's currently counting or whatever. But I think that when the tournament starts those games should not count towards regular season unless you win. So if you win, you get an extra win on your record. And that's what I would do. So Correct. basically increase your win percentage so that, you know, if if you win the, the tournament, whatever, that's three extra wins. So say you finish the season, you know, the regular season with, with however many losses, whatever, like say 32 losses, you know. Right. So that's what's that, um, 50 and 32. So yeah. now you're technically 53 and 32, so you have a higher win percentage. So you're, you know, so – it, it's jockeying for position. It still helps you out yeah. quite a bit, and it, it, it definitely helps a team. Like say, because because the problem the problem that I do have with it now is that like the first two rounds of the tournament, uh, does uh, like the the uh, quarterfinals and semifinals does count towards the standings. So I hate the idea. Like, so what if you're a play-in type team, and you know, and you get hot and you make the, the tournament, and now you're playing in the you know, in the first round, but you're playing against the Celtics, who are the best team in the NBA, you know, and, right. and say that's your fifth time playing them in a season, whereas, like, you're supposed to, play, you know, whereas instead of playing against the Wizards, 
you got to play the Celtics five times. And now you can penalize, but, you know, now I'm thinking right. way ahead and thinking way into it too deeply, but I'm just no, saying. It's a valid, it's a valid. Yeah, point. yeah. So that, that's, that's just my opinion. I think it should it should just give you extra placement points. Even, uh, or, or even if they want to do it like, like now where it's like, you know, they count the quarterfinal and the semifinal, but they don't count the finals. Heck, whoever wins the finals, count it for the winner. You know, it's just one game. But, again, if you're a player, potential team who got hot and win, that one game will notch you up to either, you know, yeah. out of the play-in entirely or to where you, you know, you get a home game to play in. It, 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 you know, that's how I would do it. And that way, there is a definite reward, plus the money and the cup. And the- I will say this. I, the thing I do like about it the most, I think the tournament, I, everybody I've talked to about it seems to enjoy it. Yeah. And I'm hoping I'm hoping the NBA keeps it because it, it's something special that the only the NBA can really do. Um. So, no, I, I like it. I hope it sticks around. Hopefully they can keep pushing more. Because money, yes, is a great motivator, but it's the NBA. Dude. Yeah. You know, these stars Let's think about the, that, though. Like, and the bench making so much money. Yeah. Like, my thing is that, yeah, the money is a good uh, a good motivator. It really is. But to me, for the fans, it, I don't, it don't sound bad. I'm proud of you getting your money, but that doesn't motivate me as a fan. Like, oh, he's getting more money. I'm so happy that my players get more money. You know, like, you know, give me something. Well, it, um, it's the thing that I always tell people when at a certain point when I go, you know how people say, Oh, let's say when they're doing the uh the CBA negotiations, they're like, I side with the players, I side with this. And it's like, you know, at a certain point this has nothing to do with me. Like I get it. I, you know, I'm hope I'm happy everybody's getting their money, but how, me as a fan, I don't care how this split goes. Because do you get a part of the CBA train? Nope. So, you know, at a certain point, it's like, you know, I just want basketball. I want high-quality, great basketball. And I will say this, though. The NBA has been providing that this year. Mm-hmm. I think these teams have been scrapping. And I can't wait. I think, like, when we get the spring season, I think it's going to be a dogfight. Who's, yeah. your, who's your prediction? For what? For the, for the finals, we're still early in the season, but we see. Oh well, I, I I had the Celtics win it all this year anyway. Whoa! Um, I I think this is the year they get over that hump. So I got the Celtics and the Nuggets, but with the Celtics getting over the hump. I, I'm gonna be honest with you, I like the Celtics. I hate the Celtics too, by the way. And no, once I like the Celtics, I mean, you know, as a pick, yeah, I like as a pick. But I'm gonna be honest with you, I I don't. I, I think that team is going to fall short like that team falls short. Yep. I can see that. In the West, I don't think anybody's beating the Nuggets. You know, yeah. it's like I would like to see the Spurs. I would, The one team I think I would like to see make a jump is early in the year, but I would like to see them make a jump are the Timberwolves. You know, they have some size. They have the the bigs to compete. They have athleticism. Yeah, I would like to see them. You know, the main person I'm talking about here is Carl Anthony Towns. Did you know yeah. he's like seven foot, two hundred fifty plus pounds? You would never know. I'm just, you know, I'm just just wanted to throw that out for I you. I do know? think though the T Wars are an interesting team though. Um, 
If you look at yeah. their roster, you know, they have uh, they yeah, have the tools. Yeah, they got, you know, uh Anthony Everest, who I think is one of the, the, the going to be a top five player in, in the league, I think, just, at some point. He just needs the stage to show yeah. the world. And, and they got Carl Anthony Towns. And then they have um the, the two guards, huh? Um I'm thinking. Uh Gobert, you know. Yeah. Like they got they got some great wing players with Towns yeah. and until so, he plays like he's seven foot two fifty, I'm gonna call they him. They got uh, Jaden uh, McDaniels, who is one of the best um, defenders in in the NBA. You know, um, they it, like they have pieces. They got Kyle Anderson coming off the bench, who is a good defender. He helps run their offense. Yeah, I mean, they have a lot of they have a lot of talent in this team. And you look. The stifled tower known as Rudy Gobert. He's still got Mike Conley, who is somehow still playing basketball. But if Chris Paul playing, I mean, why not? <laughs> um, I think the Timberwolves, they, they will be my, my fun pick to make it to the finals. But realistically, I think the Nuggets, until dethroned. Yeah. I, 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 I just think that, like, like Celtics right now, they're, they're playing amazing ball. And, and granted, yeah. it's only like seven games in. So yeah, yeah, uh, I, I'm not going off, I'm not going based off that, but but more so based on the fact that, you know, um, I, and honestly, my prediction, you know, was I, I had to come out of the East anyway. I really did. But for them winning it, it kind of like came too fresh once they, once they got Drew Holiday. Because we talked about this, yeah, when, you Drew's know, um, doing a trade with, with Dane. I, I'm a big fan of Drew Holiday. So, with Drew Holiday, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Chris Porzingis, Al Horford. Like Porzingis has been playing he's in been playing, basketball. He's, yeah, he's he's turned the clock back to when he was healthy in, in, in New York. Um, I just feel that, man, like that, that team is loaded right now. And I just don't see nobody taking them down. I will say this. If Chris Stapp stays at this 19-7, you know, that type of range, they're going to be tough. Yeah. They are going to be tough. It's a 7-3 guy doing a thing that he can do. It's, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, he's not, actually yeah. protecting he's, the realm. Yeah, he's not Wimby, but he's, you know. Yeah, I he, mean, he never was. Like, when he came in, 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 in the NBA, though, he was called the unicorn for a reason. Yeah. So, um, yeah. and of course, I think the Sixers are going to fall apart in the playoffs because that's what the Sixers do. Um, yeah. yeah, that's just what they do. Yeah, you know? it's about now, it. real quick. Does LeBron actually make the actual playoffs this year? I think they make it. Well, oh, the actual, the actual playoffs. Yeah, um, the top I, eight. I think so. I think so. I think, um, I think they'll do whatever it takes. You know, you know. Like last year, you know, um, the trade deadline. I think they would do whatever it takes if if they are struggling to uh, improve that team around LeBron. Um, the, the 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 question is just health in not just LeBron but AD. Okay. Um, if the, if AD can stay healthy, I think they're good enough to at least make the playoffs. You, you know, and last year we saw what happened. Like once they got in, you know, they were good. You know, uh, they made it to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, they got swept, but in reality, well, yeah, they got by a much better team. Yeah, but in reality, also every single one of those games were close, like the final score. Like you know, they yeah. had a chance to win every single game. Um, 
but they never had a chance to win the series. Yeah, exactly, exactly that. Every single individual game, they had a chance to win. Like I can say the same thing about you know when the Magic made the finals with the Lakers. Like we lost some very close games. Lost overtime. You know, we lost from a missed layup. Uh, you know, from from Courtney Lee. I'm still mad to this day. We lost. You know, all these close games, but we weren't beating the Lakers. It's just individually, each game could have won. But but we weren't a better team. I'm gonna just be honest when I say this. So far, AD has played every game this year. That's not gonna last. Um, <laughs> LeBron, I know the idea of him even playing basketball in the same league as his son might still be on his mind. I don't think he got the legs to drag these bums. I this crew gonna drag him down. Yeah. I forgot who I was watching him play, and I could see the frustration on him. Just like, yeah, he, he was getting a lot of flack. So, did you see the game against the Heat, or like the final moments of the game against the Heat? Oh yeah, yeah. So you see the pass he made to Cal Reddish. Yep. You know what's funny about that? That was a tough pass, and it yes. was an amazing pass to a wide open guy at the three yes. point. People were mad at him though because he didn't shoot over triple coverage. Oh no no no. I look. I will stand. I will be consistent <laughs> till the day I die. LeBron, I don't know your middle name, James. You, sometimes you gotta look. You gonna have to pull a Kobe. You gonna have to look at that bum. Okay, you know what? It's much better if I shoot this. Pull a Kobe. Look at Luke Walton. Say, you know what? I'm gonna shoot this fading away out of bounds over the backboard. That's a better option than passing it to him. Because if I, if I shoot it, I have a chance to make it. If I pass it to him, he's going to miss it. <laughs> LeBron, you have made the right basketball play for 20 years. But you have also made the wrong play by making the right play. I know that don't make sense, but when you pass it to Donnell Marshall, <laughs> that's technically the right fundamental play, but that's also the wrong play. Hey, Donnell Marshall was like a 35% three-point shooter. Which wasn't bad. But would you trust Donnell Marshall in a clutch moment to hit that shot? I would. Okay. If he's, if he's wide open. And he was in the corner. <laughs> and what did he do? Yeah, he breaked it. But I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. LeBron has kicked it to wide. Remember, like, Daniel Gibson was, like, supposed to be his sidekick? Yeah. Like, this man, he... Before, excluding, I'm gonna say the first part, the first chunk of LeBron's career. Did he have worse teammates than AI before we move on? Yes, 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 and yes. Okay, look at that. Look at the so, um, the year that they went to the finals, the uh, Sixers, yes, yeah, no, no, the Sixers when they went oh, to the, the finals, okay. but Tumble won and, defensive player of the year, Aaron McKee won six man a year, yeah. So they did have Tyrone Hill in that team. Yeah, not about yeah, yeah, that's true. They had Tyrone. He does have the NBA record. So, so I guess what I'm saying is that, like, yeah, not recording a stat. I guess what I'm saying is that, like, yeah, the Sixers, you know, they had some talent around him. Now, LeBron did have Big Z. You know, he had Big Z. Um, that's about it. You know, uh, Galskis couldn't move though. No, he could. He, he he could not move. It was as it LeBron has carried some bumps. Yeah. In that first series against the Warriors, can you name somebody besides LeBron? 
And if wait, which one? Oh, oh talking about the one when um when um arguably one of the greatest finals performances of all yeah. time. No, yeah, he, he should have won final MVP that year. Yeah. But yeah, but they had up a double seven. I think he's best did. player locking up Steph Curry. We can call it that. We can call it Steph Curry bricking. I don't know which one you really want to call it. Yeah, but that's the sad part. Steph Curry shot terrible, and I think we all knew. And LeBron got no chance of winning this Mm-mm. because They're... LeBron is out here averaging a triple double, passing it to himself off the backboard. Because I don't know who's making these shots. Yeah, you know he has it. And and, I... and before we move on, you know, and then you got um um. I'm blanking on the name. Uh, Iguodala. Iguodala winning, you know, um, finals MVP because he held, like he held LeBron to like 36 points a game. Yeah, because when, once they switched Iggy on, they're like, he helped slow him down. I'm like, did he though? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, he just didn't break final scoring records, which to say a guy who came into the league as a passer, and I don't think LeBron's ever had like a crazy scoring season. I mean, <laughs> I mean he scored over thirty before and stuff like that. Yeah, but, but, you but know he's what I'm not like he doesn't. He's not a score. He's he's never been a score first player, and that's what I think. You know, gets lost, and that's why I hate when people say stuff like, "Well, LeBron's not a good scorer." I'm like, yeah, it, it, he, I'm, I'm, he's I'm a like, great I'm like, you can, yeah, he's not score first, but he's a great scorer, and it's not just the fact that he's all time leading scorer. If you look at you know his numbers, um. His real scoring averages amongst the best. Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. If somebody said, hey, I need, you know, for me to win, I don't know, a billion dollars, and you need somebody to go get you three buckets, I'm probably not picking LeBron. I'm picking Will Chamberlain because yeah, he's going to give me a bucket. But it's not because I don't think LeBron couldn't do it, just because, I mean, Will's going to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I might take Kareem with Scott, who, you know. Yeah, see, Kareem, yeah, but even in, I just think Wilt is just Wilt gonna take the ball from his grab the rebound, run it up down the court and go score. I'm gonna get my money quick. You <laughs> gonna have to wait an extra minute or two. Yeah. Wilt gonna, you know, because Kareem gonna post up set up fundamental basketball. Wilt Probably pass score. out the post real quick, reset. Yeah, reset. <laughs> Wilt gonna be like, rebound. <laughs> Booms. Dunk. You know, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm getting mine fast. We both gonna get there. I'm just getting mine faster. Yeah. But next topic. All right. All right. So next topic. You know, this Michigan stand on Michigan stuff sign stealing, but there's been a little um a little twist in this story. So leaked images revealed the Big Ten foes that coded Michigan's offensive play calling signals. Run or pass. Oh run. I love it. <laughs> and I, I have somebody who claims I hate Michigan. Um, you claim you hate I, Michigan. Yeah, I think so. I, really <laughs> like I, I think the tunnel didn't help, but this. Yeah, that's the tunnel. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the tunnel will forever be a thing. The tunnel, the science. I love the fact that everybody just said, "Well, if you can steal signs, we'll steal them too." Yeah. So apparently, this is from last year, though. The images. So I, I actually sent King some images of this. Uh, you know, yep. like the actual chart that that was uh apparently this was like the code by rapper school and passed around to other schools <laughs> um, this is like 2022 uh last year yeah it's, it's crazy 
I mean, what is going on in the Big Ten? I don't know. <laughs> Y'all, you know what it is? One, why do you have to decipher decipher Michigan's offense? All they did was hand the ball to Blake Corb last year. Yeah. That's pretty much all they're doing this year anyway, just running the football. Mm-hmm. I, maybe I'm wrong. Y'all don't have to do all of this. But, hey, I I like it. I hope they do it to him this year. I really hope this team is punished, though. I still haven't seen anything yet. Have you seen anything come up with uh with their punishment? Maybe. Uh, right now, still pending. I know the rumor is that Harbaugh might get suspended. Um, but that's really all I've seen. If he's suspended for the rest of the year, what's the chances they go undefeated? Really um, quickly. I mean, they were dominating without him. So, I mean, but, so the, the only good thing about about if they were to lose Harbaugh, not a good thing, but the only thing that they have going for them is that I don't think Harbaugh calls the plays on offense. He might, but I don't think he does. Someone correct me if I'm wrong, but because of that, you know, they still have their coordinators and things like that. It just those big decisions won't be, you know, different. But it's not like a case where, like, if I don't know, um, um, I can't. I'm, I'm blanking right now. If Lincoln Riley was to like get suspended from USC, you know, he's that play caller. So, yeah, you know, that'll be a big loss. Um, so I think because of that, you know, like, 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 like schematically, you know, they should be similar. It's just, you know, those big decisions and also just motivating your team, you know. Fair enough. I just, I just, I wonder. I wonder what's going to happen with them because this team has got a lot of stuff going on with it. I hope it's figured out. Hopefully, you know, for all the people who say, like, hey, you know, justice is served because of. It just looks so bad. Yeah, and yeah. and but if anything though, with with, with 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 this story here though, it's just it's. Kinda... I like the Big Ten just don't care. Yeah, yeah, it's just hilarious. And like, I guess it was leaked out by someone who's trying to, uh, you know, come in 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 the defense of Harbaugh, basically saying that hey, everybody's doing it. That's basically that's not saying. a good argument. Everybody's though. doing it, <laughs> you know, and that it's been happening to them as well. Uh, the fact that you know. Again, I saw a second. So the reason I kind of like stopped talking earlier when I was looking at something, um, it had in this like Ohio State, you know, as one of the teams that was like sharing it or whatever. So I don't know how true it is or not. I don't know, because I, 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 I have to sound down and you know I didn't look look up the, that part of the story. But yeah, like I just think that's interesting. That's funny, and I do think this is definitely something that goes on everywhere. I think everybody's sign still. No. Uh, it's what? just. Would I steal your signs in game? Cool. Exactly. That's another thing. But when you're like through. buying tickets and wearing disguises, that's a bit much. Yeah. Come on, man. You're doing way too yeah, much. Yeah, that's a bit much. No. Yeah. All right. But um, but moving on, though, we're going to move to our pick six here. Um, We got a decent set of games. Not as good as last, last week, but still. Oh, no. Last week, we, yeah. we, it was crazy. Yeah, still a decent set of games though, but we're going to start with one of the most storied rivalries in college football. It's just not quite storied this year. Miami at number four, Florida State. Florida State comes in at a 14-point favorite, and no, they would not be losing by a wide right. Who you got? I'm taking Florida State, but if it does come down to a field goal, Miami going to win that. Yeah, that's a pretty safe bet. 
on that yeah. one. I also got Florida State, but I'm with you. If you come down to a field goal, why right? I'm turning the channel. I'm simply that. I already know. Yeah. Uh, number- well, they might, they might disappoint you and go wide left. Well, just a- they have gone wide left before, you know. <laughs> yeah, they have. I remember, wasn't it like a few years in a row they just kept so going wide They went wide right like three times. You know, it wasn't in a row, but it was just like, you know. Of their losses. Yeah, and then... Um, and then they went wide left, you know, to kind of, yeah. Yeah, and you told you know, disappoint you another way. Exactly. All right, number 18, Utah travels to number five, Washington, who's a nine-and-a-half-point favorite coming into this game. Uh, I'll go first on this one. I got Washington winning. Uh, it's, I actually Washington, have, it's that Washington, right? Yeah, I actually have them covering. Uh, Utah, the way they performed a couple weeks ago kind of, like, traumatized me on them. <laughs> so... Yeah, but they got beat. What, what, what was the score like 30 or something? Yeah. yeah, so I got Washington winning this, and I got them covering at nine and a half points. I'm gonna I'm put it like this Utah could win this game, yeah, they, they, they really could. And Washington's got a tough, you know, because they play Utah, but in the very next week, they got Oregon State and then Washington State. They have a tough stretch, and I did say I think they're gonna lose at least one. But this isn't the one I think they lose. I think they'll be come out ready to play Utah. So I'm picking Washington. But this is not a get a game I would bet on. It's really not. Yeah. I think Washington wins, but I I I just don't I don't know. Something tells me Washington's gonna lose a game or two. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Uh staying in the Pac twelve, uh a game coming to the season was probably the game of the year, but not anymore. USC oh, at number six, Oregon. Oregon's a 15 point favorite. They could update. Yeah, you the, reason, the only reason they, I take it back, the only reason they shouldn't up the spread is because USC can put up points. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't think USC is. I just, I just don't, I think Caleb Williams is done. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I seen him crying at the end of the game. It was kind of touching, but it's like, well, that's what it is. Yeah, for a guy who who he must have stuff. Play football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, wanted to, to, to ruin the, the, the dreams of millions of kids everywhere, including myself. And yes, yes I call myself a kid in this case. And yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. No, no, no. I hate a despicable hater like him of NCAA football. No, not too much mercy being shown. No, definitely not. Uh, I'm gonna no, pick. Think- I'm gonna pick USC to cover. I got Oregon winning by about, oh, okay. by, about yeah. three, by about by about by about twelve to thirteen, about thirteen points. I would say, by the guess. But you know, I say this, but Oregon might show up the way they did against Colorado, just ready to play. That's this. This is true. They might. They might. And it, and it is in um in, in in Eugene though. So you know. Right. So that's to say, you know what? I'm taking Oregon, but, but take the over, folks. Bet the over. Yeah, I don't know what the over is, but bet it. Yeah, I bet that. Yeah. Um. A very important game. Number thirteen, Tennessee is at number fourteen, Mizzou. Mizzou, I mean, sorry, Tennessee is a one point favorite on the road. Ooh. Okay. I think Tennessee needs this game. They need it, and because they need it, I think they're gonna they're gonna show up ready to win a big one. And I think I think the Cinderella stuff for Missouri is kind of over now. I think they're gonna come back down to earth. Hopefully, because, man, we were wrong. Um, I'm going Tennessee. You know, obviously, to cover, they have to win. So, yeah, that's an easy one. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, my mind set up in Tennessee, but I'm going to go with Missouri. I, I think Missouri is going to pull it off. I think they're going to um, be fired up because, again, we, this is the beginning of the season. Even, even when we had uh, Missouri being bad, Columbia is a, a weird place to play. It is. So, uh, I think that team, that? I think they, they're going to be beat up. They're going to be disappointed. Yeah. I think Georgia beat them twice. Yeah, that is a very, that is a very fair point. I can see that happen for sure. But I'm gonna stick to my guns here. Go to Missouri. I think they pulled it off. Fair enough. All fair right. enough. The two big games of the weekend. Uh, number three Michigan at number ten Penn State. Michigan's a four and a half point favorite, but it is in Happy Valley. Uh, I'll go first on this one. I got Michigan winning, uh, comfortably, actually, like two scores, yeah. like covering, no problem. You know the crazy part. You're absolutely correct. Michigan is probably going to win this game 31 to 10. Uh, something ridiculous. Mm. However, I cannot bring myself to pick, to pick Michigan. <laughs> I don't know the chance of Penn State. So we, I'm picking Penn State. But mm. um, this, this this is, I'm looking at Michigan kind of way I see Texas A&M. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So good picking you. So, 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 so you going going with the fighting Sanduskies? You know what? I shouldn't say that. I'm gonna get uh get us kicked off the air. We get. I mean, they are. <laughs> say what? You know, you know my opinion on Penn State with that whole case. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we talked about so, that. Nah, that's you. definitely kick off there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they gonna be the ones kicking us off for real. Uh, <laughs> number nine, Ole Miss at number two, Georgia, my favorite team for the week. Uh, Georgia's a ten and a half point favorite. Uh, who you got in this one? Georgia. No need for music. No need for the fight song this week. It's Georgia. Yeah. Bulldogs. Even Brock Bowers is probably gonna play. He's running. Yes, I saw he. Yeah, I saw that exact exact title. You know, uh, topic that you know he's running right now in practice. So. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm hoping he's gonna be ready to, to go. I still think it's gonna be next week for Brock Bowers, but I do got Georgia. Yeah, they today. need him next week versus Tennessee. Yeah, they yeah for Tennessee. Um, I do got so I got Georgia winning. Um, but here's what I would say: um, Ole Miss during the season, they haven't like really. So the games that they've won, I know LSU was a very, you know, it was a big win for them. But a lot of the other games that they've won, you know, against teams that they're better than, they haven't really, like, looked as impressive as you would think. A&M pushed them to the limit. Actually, A&M probably should have won that game. Um, A&M should do a lot of things. Yeah. So, what I'm saying is that, like, Ole Miss has had some people hang around who had no business hanging around. So, so part of me thinks that, you know, they're going to meet a team that's just much better than them and it's going to get overpowered. Other part of me thinks that they're going to play up to that competition. Uh, I, was, I don't know which one it's going to be, but maybe, I think it's going to be closer to the um, the first one, you know, and it'll be a similar game to Alabama where they just can't get anything going. So I got Georgia. They played Bama early in the season when Bama was still, you know, was trying to throw the – was playing weird football. Yeah. And they lost 24 to 10. Yeah. So, you know, this team struggled with Auburn. Yeah. Yeah, Auburn. Um, you know, um, A and M. You know, should have be them. So the, yeah, they have it. Heck, Tulane without Michael Pratt. You know, gave them a game. I know the final score looks worse than it was, but that game was yeah. that, that was a game up until the last like 
eight, eight, eight or nine minutes. Is he going to be the transfer, the portal guy this year? I think so. I know that the story came out about it, it that he kind of uh, denied already. Like, you know, which is smart. You know, you got to get in front of that. But I do think that he's going to be a guy who, if he doesn't try to go pro, which that that's, that's that was like the the um, headline was basically saying that because there's so many good quarterbacks. Speaking of which, um, I'll get that in a second. But because there's so many good quarterbacks that you know, basically he he thinks that he might um, try to. Um, come back, you know, next year and go to a different school. Hoping Mississippi State, but anyway, um, okay. yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, really good. Oh, yeah. A new coach, but do y'all, do y'all get bowl eligible this year? Oh heck no! Um, uh, but the uh, huh? I did see <laughs> though that I think the athletic someone had a mock draft where they had Drake May going number one. So I thought that was interesting that someone, you know, is finally picking someone besides Caleb to go number one in the NFL draft. So I still think it's gonna be Caleb though. But I'm gonna say this, call it now. I don't think I would draft any of these quarterbacks number one. Like I, re- I really, I, I really don't see it, Train. Yeah, I, I'll get more into it when we get closer to draft time. And depending on who gets number one pick, maybe I'll change my mind. But um, I don't know these quarterbacks. I don't know. You know, you just get that feeling sometimes. Yeah. Like this, this, some this batch, I'm not so sure. Yeah, about. where you like, man, is this Mitchell Trubisky all over again? Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm starting to think with some of these. Like, hold on, now, man. Yeah, I don't know if we got some Zach Wilsons in there. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But, okay. But, yeah, that's about uh, – that, that, that uh, wraps up our games of the week, though. Should be a good slate. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, go Bulldogs. And I don't mean Mr. State Bulldogs. We don't get – you know, you you, you you know you're bad when the line against Texas a and is like 15. How? Um, and I, I think a and going to – I think it's too small. <laughs> I think a and going to cover it. It's <laughs> A quarterback, and so what? They said Max Johnson. I think Max Johnson is hurt. Oh, doesn't matter though. Doesn't matter. It, Mississippi it, State it, is a dumpster it, fire. I'm just waiting for the season to be over with. Get us a new coach in. You know, I thought the team would be pretty good this year because of the, the returning talent, but I, I underestimated the power of coaching or the lack thereof. The only well, put it like this: y'all, are gonna, we know for sure that y'all are gonna get to five wins. The question is... Nope, not happening. Can they get to six? Nope. Gonna lose. We have seen, we have seen crazy stuff. As weird as it may sound, like, in, I think Ole Miss is a much better team than a and they had no business that they ended up there in that game. But I like State's chances against Ole Miss way more than I like against A&M because it, it's just the egg bowl and anything can happen. That's the only reason why. But I think Ole Miss is going to blow the doors off in some state. On Thanksgiving night, supposed to. Yeah, are- uh, I think it's gonna. I think. Um, I think so. The game starts uh, on West Coast around four thirty. I think around five fifteen. I'm gonna already have the game turned off and just you know trying to find something else to watch. Well, I get before we you know log off really quickly. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw three things at you. Okay. Hmm. We got COD obviously releasing, you know, Modern Warfare 3, cuckoo, ha 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 ha. 
Apex has had a new season. Fortnite is bringing back all their stuff. Have you have you touched any? Are you looking forward to any of that stuff? Come on. Well, of course, Apex. See, you want to get on Apex after this after this uh, episode? Oh but, yeah, you know, we kind of went to Beast Fit people. Play with Conduit; she's amazing. Yeah, but as far as COD, I'm just I'm intrigued with COD. It's multiplayer, but um, I I don't like the 150 health. I've said that though. <laughs> I mean, but you know, I'm in the minority with that. You know. Um, but I, I don't like it because I feel like when you have that much stuff in uh, multiplayer, like it unbalances shotguns and snipers to make them OP because one shot weapons, you know, if it takes somebody, if everybody's a bullet sponge and you can kill somebody one shot, then it makes that gun, you know, right. Uh, so it is, just, it, and it's hard to balance, you know, it's hard to balance it. So, I mean, I don't, I don't envy the, uh, the Dales to trying to balance that, but that's just. You know what happens when you do that, and then as far as Fortnite goes, I'm excited oh, to play geez. Fortnite a little bit, but like I just know once I run into to to somebody building a Taj Mahal and then entering it, you know, instantly right back off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like I, I was like, playing playing OG Fortnite has been a little bit fun. You know, it's rever- you know if we can get the whole squad back together. Yeah, yeah, I I'll play. even put it on Twitch. Yeah, I played like, like seriously, like I know I said this before, but like the reason I stopped playing it anyway, it wasn't because, well, two reasons. One, there was just way too much stuff going on in Fortnite. I could not keep up. Yeah. We, we, you know, so I do like that it's pretty much the season five loop pool, something that I remember. So it's like, yes. okay, this is this is easy, you know. But I stopped playing it because they, when, when they updated their uh, control settings, they they reset my settings, right? And it's just it feels like I have to play a new game again because I cannot get my and it's not really just the sensitivity. That's one thing I can I can mess with that. It's just they changed like some of the you know the bindings and like you know like the auto sprint all that kind of stuff. Like you know, so it's just it just feels so much different. You know. Now the other news because this is topic number two. Ric Flair signed a deal with AEW. Oh my god! So I saw Ric Flair show up on AEW. Oh no, um, he's a multi-year contract. Multi, is he gonna be a, oh, you know or whatever? Um, this thing? <laughs> but oh, I saw him come also, back though because because thing is retiring, and he so also, he came back for that. Just to let you know, he has said my doctor has cleared me to do whatever I want. Oh my god! Please no. Are they gonna let Ric Flair wrestle? That's my question. Now, if he's taking bumps as the manager, I'm cool with that. Nope, nope that's not what I asked. No, 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 no. And, and that's how I'm gonna ask the question. If he's taking bumps as the manager, I'm cool with that. That's as far as we got to go, man. Come on, Rick. Let it go. Man, Tony Kai. The only thing I'm hoping, they had better not swerve this into the Sting's final matches, Flair versus Sting. Oh, my God. Please, no. I'm just throwing that out there. Mm-mm. I have never... I've watched two episodes of AEW. And both times, I said, this is ridiculous. I got to turn this off. One is because, like I said, I saw a man strapped to a chair get thrown down <laughs> and kick out at two while still strapped to the chair. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one was another similar situation. Man went flying through two tables. They rolled him in the ring after just hitting like a devastating brain buster. And he threw his shoulder up. I'm like, well, if that don't beat him, <laughs> Nothing's gonna stop this man. But, yeah. but if they put Ric Flair versus Sting, I'm ordering it. 
Just let I'm just letting you know. Yeah. I don't care. Let, let me know how it goes. Oh, because I am not wasting my money on that mess. I'm gonna throw my buddy out because one, two, look. In the words of Kevin Nash, you are gonna see something unbelievable. Simple as you gonna see something. It's it, 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 the thing though, like just for context, Sting, you know, with uh, along with Rock, is my favorite wrestler of all time. Like the Rock and Sting are my favorite wrestlers of all time, of all time. I'm talking about blonde hair. You know, surfer, surfer thing. I'm talking about Crow's thing. Like Sting is my, is, and, and again, in the Rock, you know, there is one A and one B. So I'm not putting one over the other. My favorite wrestlers of all time. Oh, Ric Flair is also in my fave five. He's up there, you know. But I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't you need to see, see it. You can see two of your top five one no, last time. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good on that. It's gonna be amazing. But in final news. And I think the most mind blowing GTA Six. The trailer is coming in December. Okay. Yeah, it's it's for. It, I mean, we had gotten reports and financial and uh, just seeing how they were doing their financial forecast for twenty four, expecting to make like three billion dollars. Mm. There's only one way Rockstar was going to do that. That's releasing GTA Six. Um, what's your thoughts on that, man? We're, we're, are we finally gonna? It's been three generations. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, because my thing about GTA Five was it's an amazing game, and I have a love hate with that because it was so amazing, groundbreaking that you know, and like if you played like the other GTAs, particularly four, you know, and then you know. It, Four and three, you know, both of those. They always had the, you know, the single player DLC. Now, when it comes to four, sorry, when it comes to part three, they technically didn't have DLC, but it was Vice City and San Andreas. Most people don't realize that that was like a spinoff of three. You know, it's like an additional story, whatever. You know, um, which had life life of its own. But with GTA Five, though, we didn't get that. We just got the game, and then we had online, and they were planning on making single player, but they were like, why? We're making all, all this money doing online. All the single player DLC that was planned for yeah. the game, game. They put multi- it. They, they put it online. Yeah, because the casino. For for any of you who don't know, the casino in GTA was originally planned to be a an DLC heist for you know the three main characters. Because spoiler alert, the canon ending is everybody lives. <laughs> if you beat the game by now, come on, man, you 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 wasn't gonna beat it. Hey. Um. In my in my version, Trevor died because I was gonna do it like three times because I was just curious to see you know. And the worst part, they have yeah, I forgot to save it. Able to play missions. So what? You can just replay the mission once you beat. Well, the, the game. problem was, oh yeah, I guess I guess replay the mission. So yeah. so like what I was trying to do was go back to my last save point. And oh yeah. My last save point was way back, yeah, and I was like, man, I ain't doing this again. I'm good. Yeah, that, that save that save is crazy. Even though I will say this. Um. And we'll we can really deep dive into the video game stuff another episode, especially after the trailer releases. But GTA Five had one of the best, I think, single player. It was a great single player experience. Um, it it was a bit disheartening that we never got that DLC. Yeah. Even though we technically did get a little bit DLC with the single player characters, 
eventually. Yeah, but, but I mean, and if there's now, I know you would disagree with this vehemently, vehemently, whatever, uh, <laughs> a lot. Uh, but I felt the same way about Red Dead Redemption too. You know, I I really wanted a, a DLC to that as well. And uh, now, granted, I knew it wasn't coming after them not giving one for GTA Five, so I wasn't as you know disappointed. You know, but I thought. I, like I personally like Red Dead Redemption Two for me personally. I know you disagree with this, and I definitely know why because that was what's it called Guana, whatever Guama, Guama. Yeah, it, man. Oh, if I could, if I could just forget that, it'll be too soon. That's but, a but yeah. even yeah. with that, I think that game was just amazing. So it's like I just, I just wanted more. That's the problem with that game. Like I, the, the once you go to Guama, it's like okay, yeah, yeah, y'all didn't need this. I will say this about. Uh, Red Dead, very briefly. The music in that game is amazing. Oh, yeah. Like, when you come back from Guama and you're, like, riding, you know, back, whatever song plays, I just remember, like, just wanting to just ride hey, forever. Hey, look. It, I will say this. Um, The mission I had with Arthur, when you know, spoiler alert, but once again, you would have played this game by now. But I'm going to save John. And, you know, you got the music playing. He he puts the hat on for the last time as he's getting up on the horse, and it's like, we got one last ride. Mm-hmm. It, it it just those moments in that game I think are so special. Like seriously, like when when again, spoiler alert, when they kill my horse, I literally like, I seriously was- like like legit, almost like like it, like somebody it, was cutting onions beside me. It wasn't like, Telltale. Link. No, 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 it wasn't no. that. It wasn't that, but I was definitely like, man, no, not my horse, man. Come on, because like you know, most people like you know, not not say, not, not say most people, but like some people like they change horses throughout the game. I but kept the same. I kept horse. my same horse throughout the whole. Like I, I built a bond with my horse, man. And this is it. Was I didn't, I named my horse after my dog. There like, you go. So the attachment there was there. It was it. I I really gotta say. Red Dead did a great, you know, it was a phenomenal story. Even though I don't like that Guama, it brings it down quite a bit for me. I had a lot of fun with it. And that's why I'm super excited for GTA 6. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And but I this know, would be the first one without uh, both Hauser brothers, if I'm not mistaken, right? Right. They did say that. Supposedly, you know, people think, oh, no, they're going to change the game. It's not going to be... If anyone really believes GTA 6 is going to be some soft, neutered game, I got a bridge to sell like you. If, if, if anything, I feel like with this era that we're living in, like, you know, just where everything is just so sensitive, I think that's even more material for GTA. And I think they can yeah. get away with it, you know? Right, because... I mean, there's going to be, you know, the crowd who's like, oh, my God, cancel GTA. That's going to be... It's always going to be that. But that's always happened, that crowd, you know? Uh, right. But I think, you know, like, I think GTA's, like, got enough goodwill where they get a pass. Just like South Park. South Park pushes all kind of limits. And they still I, get you know, the pass. The, the people who can't cancel these games, stop these games. I bought Harry Potter. I don't know about Harry Potter. I don't know why I bought that game. I, I played, like, two missions. And I was like, I don't... Yeah, I bought it I, on, my, on, my, on my PlayStation. That's the reason to play my PlayStation is just... Still like, yeah, why'd I do that? I don't I don't know why I was, I don't know I was thinking. But the point is people tried to cancel that game, like, oh no, we hate what's her name who made Harry mm-hmm. Potter. Even though they were like JK Rowling. Do with the game. Like what? And then the game still broke records and then broke records on stream. It's like 
know, I think now we're kind of getting to that point where the canceling of media doesn't even matter. Like people say it, but it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. I think Taylor Swift has been canceled like ten times now. <laughs> Ew, it it doesn't matter. I I think I think GT six can can be huge, and I hope hopefully it is because I don't when when I play a single player game, I haven't played a Call of Duty my like a uh, campaign in years. But every now and then I will find a game that I love as a single player game, and I have a lot of fun with it. You know whether it was Jedi. Um, I haven't played Survivor yet, but I will eventually. Or Titanfall 2's campaign, or Red Dead, Grand Theft Auto. Amazing times. And I, I would like more people to experience it. Don't worry, GTA 5 Online is amazing playing with your friends. Right now, it's kind of a weird game because a lot of people online play it solo, which I find kind of weird, but... Yeah, I mean, I get it, though, because... I get- I, I I know me personally like this is even way back when I when I would go online for, unless 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 one of y'all was online if I did anything online I would go into like like a solo lobby just so I can do what I need to do because oh, I didn't yeah. want to be bothered with everybody and I, and, and I well, get it you know that's the appeal like when it first came out that's the appeal you get to like go around and be be you know with everybody you know but it's just well like, you see first online you know we were all mega millionaires because of Violent Duck. <laughs> you know, we were all buying things in GTA. Rockstar quickly realized, wait, 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 wait. These people are making way too much money. Wait, like we had gotten Violent Duck down to a science. We were getting that mission done so fast, it was ridiculous. I mean, we had guys buying Bugattis off of a mission that paid like 10000 Yeah. Yeah, we were getting money that fast. It was. I mean, I think you were the one who would tell me, like, man, they got people setting up Reddit sessions, like, about to do a violent duck yep, session. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It worked. You know, it became a thing of the community hustling, making money. But it, and that's what I loved about, the, about that game yeah. early on, because, like, yeah, stuff is always overpriced, whatever, but at that time, you know, basically, it's a case of, you put, you put, in, you put in the grind, you know, you're going to get money, and it was affordable. Also, my favorite part about it at the time when it came out was that everything you buy did not give you a competitive advantage. I mean, yeah, you, no. you, you get small advantages. Like, okay, my, my car, I bought the bulletproof, you know, uh, car, so it takes more bullets to destroy. Something like that. But yeah. that's, that's just, you know, extra money to... But, like, buying, like, airplanes, buying jets and stuff, it was just transportation to get you to point A to point B. It was. It did not have... It was not weaponized, you know? So you, you wasn't going around just blowing up people's cars and stuff and using your tanks that you bought as weapons. If you wanted a tank... You had to sneak on a military base and survive, mm-hmm. and steal your tank. If you wanted a jet, you had to sneak on a military base and survive now, and get you a jet. You know, and I remember telling this to somebody about. I said, you know, they're like, "Man, GTA's got a little boring." And then I was like, "Yeah, well, we're playing," and the entire time, you know, we're playing for about two hours. And I was like, "You've been using the same vehicle this entire time. They're just hopping on their Presser Mark II, fly." Point A, point B, and I was like, if you only do one thing, that probably will get dull. Yeah, like, you know, I don't know how much money my characters made on GTA. I'm pretty sure it's in the hundreds of millions, honestly. And I didn't spend every last dime. <laughs> you know, there are many times, many people will tell you, you, know, you, you show up at Brad's place or GTA, there ain't nothing on, and you're like, how is this possible? 
because we gotta go get to the money. You know, it was as soon as my character got it, it was spent. There were times mid mission during Violent Duck, I'm like, I'm gonna buy this car. I don't like this car. We're gonna sell this car. And you're like, that's a bad decision. Didn't matter because you. But I think that's the fun of GTA. But now, like you said, why would you buy a Bugatti on GTA? Exactly. Why would you like? Why would it, you buy anything that you can't use as a weapon or you can't use to your advantage? Like, it, there's no point in, in like, um, as the kids would say, stunting on these hoes. There's no yeah. point doing that no more. You know, like, it, it, it's that's what I say. I I hope they do fix that for the next one of like of encouraging you know to be. You're gonna be this criminal. Well, where's the fun side? Yeah, you. Know, like, my character owns a nightclub and all this stuff. And, you know, I do have a few weaponized vehicles. I do have an Oppressor Mark II. But then, I, and I bought a James Bond car that can go underwater, which looks really cool. I will say that. It go underwater and shoot rockets, all kind of other stuff. And I was like, I don't want a garage just full of that. Yeah. yeah. You know, I want, like you said, the cars. Who, if I'm driving around, it's like, yes. I made so much in this game. I can drive in this Rolls Royce SUV. Yeah, and and again, and, like back in the day, if you wanted to like be an asshole in a session and like just kill other people, you had to actually put in some work to get to that point to do that. Like, and by putting in work, I mean like I said earlier, go to a military base, legit. You know, mm-hmm. go on the military base to get a tank, or basically create a large enough mess where you get five star level level wanted level to where they bring mm-hmm. the tanks to you and you can take you know stuff like that. Or um, what we used to do, I remember, was, you know, you'd go get to the police station. Van. Yeah, exactly. But the police station, get an armored van and just go around and just do stuff that way, whatever, you know. Yep. But it was kind of played to it. And then also, like, you know, you had to kind of, like, work to get that. You know, it wasn't like, yes, let me go to my garage and get my mark. Oh, it got blown up. So let me just get a couple of insurance guy and get another one, you know. Yeah, guys, I mean, now you have the flying motorcycle, the, the Mark II. But the real, there's so many vehicles they have. You can, the Rhino tank you used to be able to get, you can just buy it now. There's another tank, the Kanjali, you can just buy. It, there's so many explosive jets with explosive cannons now. It's so much stuff. And it's like, you know, these are just basic criminals. Where are they getting these weapons of mass destruction? Mm-hmm. You know, it's... That's that's kind of my thing. I I think hopefully they tone that down a bit. Yeah, which it will be for sure when it releases in whatever. But yeah. no, I mean I, I, I still I still think the game is at least two more years away. By two more years, well, I mean like twenty six. You know, because we're in the end of um. I figure, right now, but I figure like this: if we get the trailer in December, it's not gonna be like a real trailer. Yeah, I think it's, I'm thinking I'm thinking it's gonna be CGI or teaser. It's not gonna I be think like. Logo and a voice. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah, I, I just uh, have the internet go nuts. Yeah, I mean, honestly, all they gotta do is just say Grand Theft Auto Six coming Boom. soon. Oh that my is, god! Oh, Twitter is broken. YouTube <laughs> not gonna work. It just is. You know, put it like this: Israel, Palestine, Ukraine, Russia. All that news is gonna get bumped off. Mm-hmm. And be like, what you mean? Nah, bro, it, y'all going. Everybody talking about GTA 6. That's just what's going to happen. But, no, you know, before we sign off, you got any last words? No, I think that about covers it. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Enjoy the weekend of college football, folks. Yeah, everybody enjoy the weekend. For my co-host, King, I'm A-Train, and we out. Oh, yeah.